This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. The Climate Prediction Center just sent out an update of the National Drought Monitor map on Tuesday. When you look at it next to the same map from two weeks back, it shows no improvement whatever. If anything, it has intensified. Further outlook models are turning drier for the areas already suffering, so it's likely the drought monitor will show significantly worse conditions as USDA puts together the August 12th WASDE update based only on farmer surveys, not field inspections. Speaking of the importance of field inspections, we saw a very telling photo of two ears of corn separated by a Pepsi can from two different dryland fields in central Kansas this week. The fields were just three miles apart with just 36 hours between planting dates. The drought monitor map shows central Kansas only abnormally dry, and yet the difference between the two ears is like David and Goliath. One ear is robust, filled to the tip, and almost twice the height of the Pepsi can. The other is a scrawny oven, barely taller than the can and only as thick as a normal bear cob. This is what farmers in the droughty areas keep telling us, that while a TV weather map may show that there was precip over a fairly wide area and pressuring the market, the actual rain that fell was often very spotty and varied greatly in amount. The TV map might be labeled a half inch, for example, but it doesn't mean everybody in that zone got half an inch. It more likely means that some got two tenths and some got an inch and a half and some didn't get any. That is why walk-in field surveys are so important and why this year's Pro Farmer Crop Tour, August 16th and 19th, will have plenty of participants and very closely watch for possible variants with whatever USDA reports from their farmer surveys on August 12th. Not only does the latest drought monitor map show the entire Pacific Northwest burning up, much of it is literally on fire with dozens of wildfires. The latest data shows that the drought actually began late last winter, leaving little or no snowpack in the mountains to resupply reservoirs in the driest spring since 1924 and the second driest March to June period on record dating back to 1895. We can look out the window now here and see the result of those western fires, so bad that there's an air quality alert for Iowa and Minnesota, with daytime photos appearing to show cities in fog, which is actually wildfire smoke, from Washington, Oregon, in Idaho, being carried by the jet stream 1,500 miles west. The spot price of corn in Brazil is over $8 a bushel, while our new crop price is just 5 One of our sources just told us that China had sold back 1.5 million metric tons previously booked from Brazil to Brazilian domestic buyers at a hefty profit, and are replacing that with U.S. new crop corn with a $3 cheaper price. Once again, China is proving it knows how to trade markets. Chicago border trade markets have been exhaustingly volatile. Traders are tired. Hedgers are tired. In our weekly staff strategy meeting, where we all participate via Zoom, I likened where we were at in these corn and soybean markets to the final moves in a chess game between Mr. Bull and Mr. Bear. Bull started the season with 16 pieces. Bulls had a set of reasons markets ought to move higher, while bears had a different set of reasons they didn't need to. Now each is down to the last eight pieces on the board, and both sides take forever to make their next move. They just sit there staring at the board. That is kind of where we are at in corn and soybean markets right now, but as we size up the value of these pieces, it is not an even split. We have to give the edge to Mr. Bull. 
Why? Because the pieces he has to play include the king, the queen, bold knights, a bishop, and three pawns. Mr. Bear also has seven pieces left to defend the king, but they're just one knight, a bishop, a rook, and three lousy pawns. First, the piece is held by Mr. Bull, the queen, the fact that crop ratings are significantly lower than last year, while USDA is predicting higher yields. Night one, subsoil moisture reserves are totally depleted in more than a third of the key corn and soybean producing states. Night two, crop problems in half a dozen other important producing regions of the world with the worst among U.S. export competitors. The bishop, the fact that we've got hard evidence USDA has underestimated domestic usage, bound to shrink ending stocks further. And the three pawns, the business press steadfastly upbeat about food and agriculture, constant warnings of rising inflation stoking outside interest in commodities, and rising talk of La Nina returning, which could pose a threat to 2022 crops in both South and North America. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits. 